Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful Monday. This episode, as you can see by the title, is another one of our Wife Talk series. I wanted to end out the month of February with all Wife Talk episodes. Last week, I gave you guys some Christian Bay TV episodes as well. And I knew that by the end of February, I had to give y'all y'all Wife Talk episodes. Like Even though the Spirit was telling me to give y'all the tips that I gave you last week about getting closer to God... I knew y'all still wanted to stick on the love topic. I knew I still owed y'all episodes for the Wife Talk series. So we're back at it again with another Wife wife, (laughs) Wife Talk series episode. So grab your journals because today we're talking about significant steps. Now, when God dropped this title in my sphere, I thought it was so cute because we're talking about wife talk, which means we're talking about relationships and marriage, and you're talking about having a significant other, and these are some steps that you're you're going to be able to take when you're interested or when you start going down that route. So when God gave me the title, Significant Steps, after he gave me the points that I'm going to share with you guys, I was just like, that is so cute. So... I'm excited about the episode, but I'm really loving the title, Significant Steps. So the book that I'm coming from is the book of John, and I'm coming from chapter 1, verse 10. Verse 10 says, He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Now in this verse, they're talking about God and also about how Jesus came in the flesh as an example of God on earth, and people didn't even recognize that that's who he was. So when I was reading that and God let me know that that was going to be the point that I was dissecting and building off on today, I was just like, okay, so y'all know how I do. I'd be like, how does this apply to the Wife Talk series? How does this apply to the topic of relationships and marriage? And what God told me was that his perfect example of marriage, it's in the world because it was made through God is who created marriage. So marriage was made through God, which means that his example of marriage is in the world, but people do not recognize it. So what we're going to be talking about today and the points that I'm going to give you today is some significant steps that you can take to get a Christ-filled, Christ-led marriage, to be able to recognize when God is in the midst of your relationship that's leading to the marriage or in the midst of your marriage these steps will allow you to identify christ will allow you to identify god because like the word says though the world was made through him the world did not recognize him even though he was in the world and this this does not only apply to marriage this applies to everything in life if it's if it's pertaining to our personal life you know in our singleness and even though God created us and God created the world, sometimes we feel like we're alone and we're not able to recognize that God is right here with us, whether it's at a job and we go through stuff at a job. God created the job. God gave you that job. Yet you still feel like what the heck is going on 
am I supposed to be here? God, do you hear me? So there in every situation in life, you can apply it to a time to where you're going through something, whether in a relationship or just a circumstance or just your own personal thoughts. And you're just like, God, are you here with me? God, do you hear me? And it's never that God has left or forsaken us. It's just that sometimes we don't even recognize that he's right there with us. So it's not a problem on his part. It's a problem on our perspective. We're not recognizing him in the midst of what we have going on. And a lot of that happens in relationships and marriages. So today for our significant steps, I'm going to give you three steps that will allow you to recognize God in marriage, in relationships. Now, the thing about recognizing God in your everyday life or in your marriage or in your relationship or in your in your job, the thing that people forget is you can only recognize God in an environment that you've invited him into. So if you haven't set the tone and invited him into that environment, of course, it's going to be hard for you to recognize him. Another way that's very important for you to be able to recognize God is to be acting and showing godly characteristics. You can't expect God to move in an environment to where you wilding out doing whatever you want to do. And then you just like, God, why aren't you blessing this? God, why aren't you making your presence known? Because God don't bless no mess and you acting messy. So if you want to be able to recognize God, you have to invite him into that environment and then you need to act like he's there you need to act like you're a child of god you need to act like you got some sense if you really want to see god move you can't mishandle things and then worry about why you don't get blessed or wonder why you don't get blessed with more it's just like if you're a parent your child misbehaves or mishandles their phone and loses it i'm not going to keep buying you phones i'm not going to keep blessing you with things i'm not going to keep showing up for you when you're not acting properly when you're not being a good steward of what i've given you when you're not acting accordingly when you're not acting how i raised you to act how i told you to act you're acting inappropriately and then wondering why you're not getting everything that you desire or wondering why you don't feel me in your presence you don't feel me in your circumstances you're wondering why you're not able to recognize me moving on your behalf because you acting out of line so these steps these significant steps that i'm about to give you they're less about giving you the ability to see god and more about you creating an environment and acting in a way that welcomes god so the first significant step that i want you to write down if you're taking notes is to surrender and we're talking about marriage because this is our wife talk series but i'm pretty sure you guys know that that can apply to any aspect of your life so if you're not interested in relationships right now you're in a single season and you're listening to this you can surrender your life or if you're looking for the wife talk tips you can surrender in in forms of relationships and what i mean by that is surrender your pain to god surrender your hurt surrender that wall that you've built up because of of past relationships or past heartbreaks that you've been through when we go through different relationships and we go through different circumstances in life sometimes we don't even realize that it creates a wall and the thing about having a wall is you don't let anything in but you also don't let anything out so if you're trying to get on the path to be a wife if we're talking about wife talk if we're talking about relationship tips the first thing that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to let down your guard you're going to have to surrender that hurt because the same way you're not letting anything else in you're not letting god in either you're going to have to set the environment and welcome him into that place if you want to be able to recognize god in your love life he has to be welcome you have to let him in you think you're just keeping people out you're keeping everything out
and it's just you're being stagnant you're stuck in the past because you've created this wall and you can't move forward from it because you got a wall so the first step the first significant step if you want to move forward to relationship or move forward to being a wife in a marriage is to surrender your past hurt, to surrender that wall, to surrender the trauma that you're holding on to. When you create a wall, you keep yourself boxed in into the thing that hurt you. You're stuck there with it. You're not giving it room to be released so that new can come in because you created a wall in your pain. And guess what? It's nobody behind that wall, but you and your pain. Whatever you were trying to protect, all you did was damage. To let that wall down. Surrender that wall to God. Let God come in and heal those parts of you that are hurting. Yes, it's going to be scary because when you let a wall down, that makes you vulnerable. But that's the only way that you can truly grow. Growth is scary. Growth hurts. That's why it's called growing pains. So you're going to have to know that this is going to be painful, letting my wall down again after I was hurt. But I don't want to stand this pain. I want to progress. So I'm going to have to surrender this pain and invite God in to heal the places of me that are bruised and broken. Which leads us perfectly to significant step number two, which is sacrifice. Because when you surrender your hurt and your pain and your wall, you're making a sacrifice to be vulnerable again. I'm sacrificing my safety because we think a wall is like a safety and it's protecting us from being hurt again. So I'm sacrificing my safety and I'm putting myself out there again. I'm showing my wounds and they're clear. You can see my heart on my sleeve. I'm sacrificing my pride. I'm sacrificing my ego because I'm letting my flaws be displayed i don't took the curtain down i don't i don't surrender the wall i'm sacrificing everything i'm sacrificing my perspective i'm sacrificing my opinion of what i think is best i think it'll be better if i stay behind this wall because nobody can hurt me or try me again i think it'll be better if i just stay guarded i'm sacrificing my personal definition of love i think that love does not require sacrifice i think that love does not require pain that's what the world teaches us and that's the way that a lot of people think that love does not require sacrifice or pain but God made it clear to us when Jesus died on the cross that it does it does require sacrifice it does require being vulnerable it does require people seeing your wounds it does require facing those things if you want true love if you want God's definition of love you will have to sacrifice some things your perspective of what love looked like you're going to have to sacrifice that so it does not just stop at surrendering your hurt and your wall now that you've let me in i need you to sacrifice to me the way that you thought it's supposed to be the way that you thought love was supposed to look give me that mindset that you have sacrifice that so that i can tell you the way that i planned for it to be because like the word says in john 1 10 and though the world was made through him though god created love though marriage was created through god the world did not recognize him the world does not recognize God's definition of love. The world does not recognize God's process of getting to love. The world does not recognize God's definition and his look and his ideal of marriage. The world doesn't recognize it. So I'm going to need you to sacrifice everything that you've implanted in your head and everything that this world has told you love and marriage look like after you surrender and let your wall down. Now that I'm in front of you, sacrifice what you thought you knew. 
The thing about doing things God's way is that it requires a process. God is very intentional and he likes things to be done in order and accordingly. And he likes it to be done properly so that it can stand to last. So that it's not just some microwave product or microwave purpose that's here today and gone tomorrow. He wants something that's everlasting with a solid foundation. So there's always a process when you want quality. It's just like they say Rome wasn't built in a day. That's quality. It takes time you're gonna have to put in some work so anything that we want that's god-centered or that god is involved in is going to require a process and that's the part of it that we normally hate we hate the process so with these significant steps that i'm giving you these are all steps to a process that isn't easy surrendering your hurt and then sacrificing your opinion and your perspective and your mindset and everything that you thought completely renewing your mind and getting rid of everything that you've always known that's a process that's not easy that's a that's calling you to do something that you've probably never done before so it's not going to be easy but this process leads us perfectly to step number three and it also prepares you for marriage so the third significant step is submission and that's what this process has to be fueled by it has to be fueled by your desire to submit to God and his way of doing things so that you can reap his benefits and reap his fruit and reap his rewards so it's a process and yes it's painful but it's teaching you submission which is exactly what you need for marriage so even when you're going through the process if you're in a season single season right now and you're listening to this episode and it's just like you're telling me all these steps to get to marriage but I still don't see how that's gonna bring me a man and how does that take away my loneliness and how does that make me feel loved and secure how does these steps produce that these steps are preparing you to actively walk in the role of a wife You have to surrender. You have to sacrifice. You have to submit to that husband that you want. So the way that God works is before I bless you with something, I'm going to prepare you for it so that when you get it, you won't ruin it. So with all these steps that he's calling you to do, the surrender and the sacrifice, that's you submitting to God like you will be submitting to your husband. He's preparing you for that husband that you're asking for. So even though it's not happening happening in the physical and you don't see the man in front of you, when you follow these significant steps that's you internally preparing yourself for what is coming physically but if you don't internally prepare yourself when you get it physically you can ruin it and lose it so the first step was surrender your pain the second step was sacrifice your perspective and your definition of love what you feel like love is or what love looks like and accept what god's definition is and the third significant step is submission I love this new era that our generation is going through right now with women empowerment and women being bosses. And as you guys know, I'm having the private polish party on March 15th and it's for female bosses. So I'm all for it. I'm all a part of it. I love it so much. I encourage it. I'm glad that women has finally found their voice and we're showing that we can bring things to the table as well and we can be powerhouses as well. 
I'm all for it. But what I do not like is that it seems that this has come at the cost of watering down the significance of a man, watering down the head of the household. And that's something that you have to keep in mind if you want to be a wife, if you want to be God's definition of a wife, your husband, your man, the man that you choose to marry, the man that you choose to spend your life with, you're saying that you're going to submit to this man's leadership. So what that means is that he is in control of the household and you're saying that you trust that God is leading this man to make the right decision for you and your children. So that means when this man comes to you and he presents something to you, you're not always arguing or challenging him because remember you chose to be led by him when you decided to marry him. That's God definition of marriage. The man is the household. The woman is called to submit to this man. So when we're going through the significant steps process, And the first step is surrender, surrender your past pain, surrender your hurt. That's when you're in the courting and the dating stage and you're letting him in and you're letting him know the things you've been through and your past relationships. All of that is surrendering your hurt and your pain to him. You're letting down the wall. And then when you begin to engage more and talk about engagement and being married, this is a sacrifice. Marriage is a sacrifice. Relationships are a sacrifice. We may do it my way sometimes or we may do it your way. So that's when you reach the second significant step of sacrificing. I might move in with you or you might move in with me and we might spend this holiday with your family and that holiday with my family. It's a lot of sacrificing. But the third step that comes with marriage is submission. That's when you submit to this man. And when you think about it all along, you've been practicing that in the surrendering. I'm submitting my hurt feelings to you and the sacrifices. I'm submitting my mindset to you. I'm submitting, I'm sacrificing, I'm sorry, my mindset to you. I'm sacrificing the way I used to do things my way, I'm sacrificing it to do it your way. All of these steps prepare you for each other. So the first two steps literally walk you to submission and show you how to submit to this man that you're deciding to marry or be in a relationship with. But it first starts with submitting to God. That's how the preparation prepares you for the promise. It literally goes hand in hand. You surrender to God. You sacrifice your thoughts with God. You submit to God. He brings you a spouse. You surrender your hurt feelings to that spouse. You sacrifice your perspective with that man and you begin to compromise and then you submit to him in marriage. Both of these things go perfectly with each other and that's how God wanted his definition of marriage, his example, his ideal of marriage to look It's supposed to reflect God and the bride, which is the church. So when I talk about woman empowerment and I say that I feel like it's watering down the importance of the head of the household, the men, I'm not saying that women being powerful or powerhouses is an issue. What I'm saying is that don't take away the submission. Don't take away the submissiveness that God has called to be in marriage. Don't allow the things of this world, even though it looks like women empowerment and women using their voice is a good thing, which it is. Do not allow it to come at the cost of the way and the model that God set it out to be. He wants us to submit to him first because it is a direct reflection of us submitting to our husband when we get to that place or when you guys get to that place. That's how those two go together. So I don't want you to get so caught up in being a girl boss 
that you forget that submission is still a part of your calling as a wife. It's something that you learn during your intimate time with God and you don't learn it for no reason. You learn it so that you can walk in it and continue to walk in it when you get in a marriage. It is a very important part. Submission is where you two work together and you understand that God has given my husband vision for me. God has provided covering for me. That's what you, that's what your husband is in marriage. He's your covering. God goes to him to get messages to you. He's your covering. Once you leave your single season, now God has a bridge and that is your husband. He's going to direct you. And yes, there will be times where God uses you to help that man as well, but never get the roles mixed up. The man, the head, that is the leader of the household and that is who you are called to submit to. So in your season of singleness, where you feel like God is telling you to do something that you don't want to do because you're not receiving your prayers quick enough, understand that when he takes you through these processes, it's preparing you for whatever it is that you're praying for. So practice submission in your singleness so that when you get to marriage, it won't be so hard to do so that you can recognize, okay, when God was leading me, these were the type of results. And now I might be dating this guy who I'm trying to let lead me and the results looking kind of shaky. He might not be a good leader for me. He might not be the person God is calling me to submit to learn to practice these steps in your singleness so that when you get with your significant other, these significant steps are something that you're familiar with. These three steps that I just went over, these are three of the many things that God has left in this world to show us that he's still here with us, to show us that he has not left or forsaken us. But like the word says, even though the world was made through him, people are not able to recognize him in the midst of everything that we go through. So I wanted to give you these three significant steps so that you're able to recognize God in the midst of your relationships. But first, really practice these steps. If you're single and you're in your single season, I don't know why I keep going back to this, but if you're single and you're listening to this, practice these three steps with just you and God. Create that intimacy, begin to practice it so that when you get what you're praying for, when you get your husband, you're able to fully walk into this. Imagine being a cheerleader or a basketball player. You don't just want to join the team on Monday and go to competition on Tuesday. There's so much that you have to learn and so much that you have to master and practice before you get to the competition. And that's how you need to think about the things that you're praying for. God, I prayed for this on Monday. Show me my process on Tuesday. Help me begin to better prepare on Wednesday before you bring me that promise. Because if I don't have it, I probably don't know how to keep it right now in this mindset. So show me how to keep what I'm asking for. Show me how to be a good steward of whatever it is that I'm praying for. Show me how to act once I get it. And I truly believe that these three significant steps that I gave you, they are very vital to being in a marriage and preparing you for a marriage. So those are the three significant steps. I pray that you guys wrote them down. I pray that they really help you get a better understanding of God and his characteristics and how he works. And I pray that whatever single person is listening to this, I pray that you know that God is not ignoring your prayers, that God does not not care about the desires of your heart. He knows what you want and he knows that you want love and he knows that you want marriage and families and everything like that. But there's a process that you must go through to make sure that you flourish when you get the thing that you're 
praying for. The last thing you want is to pray for something, get it, and then lose it. You want to be able to keep it. So God needs to take us through this process to make sure that he's not giving us more than we can bear in our current season. All right, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for blessing us with another day. I want to thank you for each and every person that's listening to this podcast, God. I want to thank you for the single person that's listening to this podcast that's feeling like giving up, that's feeling like you don't hear his or her prayers, that's feeling like they don't know if they can wait any longer because they're sick of seeing everybody else in love and they're just sitting lonely, Father God. I pray that you put your hands around that person's heart, Father God, and allow them to feel your presence, Father God. Allow them to know that you have not left or forsaken them. Allow them to know that they are currently experiencing the greatest love ever they're experiencing your love father god your intimate connection with them in this single season father god i pray that they know that they are cared for i pray that they know that they are valuable father god and that those who wait on the lord will renew their strength father god that good things come to those who wait father god that you don't make us wait for no reason father god so i pray that this episode reaches whatever ears you want it to reach father god i pray that it touches their heart and it plants seeds of patience father god not only patience but progress in whatever process you're taking them through, Father God. I thank you for those who are currently in relationships and feeling like they don't know whether they're supposed to be in it or whether they're not, Father God. I pray that this podcast brings them clarity, Father God. I pray for those people who are married and listening to this podcast, Father God. I pray that this podcast brings them your presence, Father God. Allow them to know that you are in the midst of their marriage, Father God, and that you have a plan and a purpose for their marriage, Father God. I pray that every person listening to this, that at the sound of my voice, they understand that you have called them to greater father God greater whether in single or greater whether in marriage father God but there will be a process that they have to endure father God but I pray that this word helps them not to grow weary and well-doing but that it renews their strength father God and gives them enough energy to push through so that they can get to the reward that you have for them father God I pray that they know how much you love them and I thank each and every one of them for listening to this podcast episode I thank you for giving me this word and I I pray that you continue to cover us throughout this week. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So if you know anyone that's in a single season or in a relationship and needs some clarity or in marriage feeling discouraged or trying to figure out what is the purpose of their marriage, send them this episode and I pray that the significant steps that I share really blesses each and every person that listens to this episode. If you are in the Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Deerfield, Hollywood area, please go get your tickets for the private polish party. It is on Eventbrite or on my website, thechristianbay.com. We are in the last week of February. Love Month is almost over, but but I will still be answering questions for you guys. So you can always head over to my Instagram at the Christian Bay podcast and DM me any relationship questions that you would like me to answer on the podcast. Tomorrow, I will be dropping another podcast episode and I will be answering a few questions off of Instagram. So head over there now and drop your questions. I'll do this all throughout the week. So Go ask your questions. Also, if you follow me on my personal Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore, I will be getting on live Instagram live tomorrow at 8 p.m. So get on there and talk to your girl. Y'all know I love talking to you guys. I really enjoyed getting on live every day last week. So head over there, follow me and tune into my live at 8 p.m. 
And don't forget to head over to the Christian Bay YouTube to watch some episodes of the Christian Bay TV. I put up some new episodes last week that I think you guys are going to love. And there will be a new episode up tomorrow. So go check it out. Leave a comment. Subscribe. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.